Welcome to Old School World I am sweating profusely. Like just, I'm sweating like a Uger. And it is, it's not comfortable. All right, well, we've established that right out of the gate. Everybody's aware. It is, in fact, old school Jake Uger, Ben Manquist, and a <laughs> and uh, now Anna, you you've done old school before, but I've never done it with you. I don't think. No, we've never done it together. Yeah. Um, and as much as I love all the different people who come on to old school, my favorite duo is you and Jake. So sure. I'm not gonna lie. When Asher asked me if I wanted to participate this week, I would have said no, but it was you and Jake. So I was like, yes, I'll do it. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. All right. Um, I was no, I was very pleased when I heard when Asher said, "Can you do this week?" And I was like, "Yes, yeah, you'll be on with Anna and Jenk." And my first thought was, "I got to text Anna," and then you know, a squirrel walked by. <laughs> forgot <laughs> forgot that that was my intent, but I assure you that was my intent. No, of course. So uh, Jenk, Anna, Ben, and Big Sweat on the show today. Um, <laughs> big Sweat, Big Sweat is here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so as always, uh, old school brought to you by shoptyt.com. Oh, I forgot to bring the book. Uh, my dad's book, The Original Young Turk. Badass book, uh, gets tortured in Syria, meets JFK, lives the American dream. You're gonna love it. Check it out on shoptyt.com. The reason I'm telling you that now is because my dad yelled at me over the weekend. He's like, why you not promote my book? You promote every other book. Heavy. I know all the other books at shoptyt.com. They're very good books, okay? But my my book never, okay? <laughs> so there you go, original Young Turk. Uh, and of course, also toostrongcoffee.com slash tyt. That's why I have all the um, energy that I do on these shows. So uh, plus, it gives the progressive causes, organic fair trade, you get it. All right. So, uh, Ben, as usual, I had my nonsense topics, and I really did, I've been jonesing to go back to. Uh, what's more American? And I, I think you get a good mm -hmm. one. Uh, but before we do any of that, uh, right before we got started, Anna says, "Oh, I got a topic." I do. I what do. We, no, we got I a special heard. guest, and we're not going to ask her a topic. Well, don't be ridiculous, Gasper. This is one of those topics where I I I don't know if I'm a good guy or a bad guy, and I want you guys to weigh in on what kind of guy I am. I <laughs> okay? can't wait. All right. So on my way to work today. Um, in my periphery, I see this area with a ton of signs, like handmade signs. And I was like, oh, what's that? So I look over and it's two young people. They, they actually, it's a couple. They look like they might even be younger than me. Even younger than you. Yeah, like my point is like they're in their 20s, like, you know, whatever. So. They have like a ton of signs that they've made. You it, clearly they're unhoused. They don't have a, a home. Oh, I see. Um, and the thing that caught my attention was their signage because their signage said one of the signs. They're all huge. One of them was, it just said, "Try again," and then a bunch of them said, "We're vegans." Like basically, it seemed as though people tried to give them food. Because they're homeless, and oh they God. were upset that the food that they were given contained animal products, and so that's why they had the "We're vegans, vegan, try again" that kind of stuff. And like, so okay, what's 
Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, I got it. You're a, you're a good guy, because I know where this is headed. But continue. Yeah. I so I'm I'm being vulnerable. I'm being very honest and vulnerable with you guys. I was so pissed when I saw it. That's right. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Of course. And you're, you're a good guy. That's right. Because I was on my way to work. I was running late. And like, I just panic sets in when I'm running late, especially because I gotta be here. Show has to go live at a specific time. And if I hit even a little traffic, I wouldn't have made it on time today. But luckily, no traffic. So like, I'm rushed, I'm stressed. And then you see like these, and they're like, they're chilling. Like, they're having the time of their lives. They're, they were like canoodling with one another. Yeah. And I was like, I don't wanna canoodle. Oh, I want to F, sorry, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not in the first part. When we go to the uh, members only bonus I'm episode, sorry. then <laughs> we'll go back to that, okay? Uh, <laughs> it's okay. Well, that so. didn't take long. Now you're a bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Sorry. So here's the deal, guys. Um, uh, so this is a problem in the left, right? It's a problem in the new left, uh, and w- we need to be more human, right? So, for example, when I was running for office, uh, I said homeless once, and uh, and they and they would g- people gave me this look, like, and I was like, I gave them this look, like, am I not supposed to mention the topic? What are we doing? I I, I know what I I'm right on the right side of the topic, and and so I I don't understand what the was, and then I asked later, and they're like, no, we don't say homeless anymore, we say the unhoused. Right, and Anna said on house just that now, right? That's okay. I got no problem with you saying on house, but you don't yell at people who are trying to help you on the issue of homelessness if they say homeless instead of unhoused, right? I'm not, I, I I failed to see the uh, distinction. Yeah, like I mean, I failed to see which one is supposed to make the unhoused feel better. And and I don't mean, my hunch is, and I don't know, but my hunch is the the unhoused care very little and care much more yeah. about getting housed. But um, uh, so I, I, you know, usually I can tell the difference of what it, where it came from, right? Um, but uh, I didn't I didn't see homeless as being used in sort of a, 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 a an aggressively pejorative Manner. I've never. Um, but no, house doesn't make me feel any better about the circumstance, or 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 I guess it's not it's not it's not about me feeling better. Of course, it's about adding dignity to the life, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't and I don't know what un how un is better than less. But anyway, go on. Can I go on? What did you, did you throw? So did you throw things at these people? Did no, you scream no. At them? Did I, you yell I, at them? I just drove by. Felt what I felt, and then felt bad about what I felt. Like I, like I was angry. You're a, you're a liberal. Yeah, welcome. It's good to have you. <laughs> I felt angry, and then, and also kind of bitter, right? Like I got this the the, the knee jerk reaction of, why don't you go out and work, right? Like I I got that feel, especially because they were young and there's no. But then I was like, I don't know what their circumstances are. Maybe I'm being a terrible person, and if they're vegan. Yeah, they're not going to eat donated food that has animal product in it. Like you should respect their choices. So I don't know. I'm still actually, believe it or not, I'm still conflicted. <laughs> I think the thing that I didn't like was their delivery no, because I'm obviously, try again. I know. Yeah, no, okay. try again to, feels try yeah. again feels hostile. No, no, yeah. no, no, guys, you got you're soft pedaling it. Okay, okay. So <laughs> try again is totally unacceptable. Uh, like, and and so 
Ben, you said, uh, you know, I don't know why unhoused is, is better than homeless or homeless is worse than unhoused. That makes you similar to 99.98% of Americans. They don't know, they have no idea, no normal person has any idea why unhoused would be any better than the word homeless. And so one thing that is a problem, other than my earpiece going out, is that when you have people on the left yelling at good intention people that they're using the wrong words and then the, Okay, it's one thing if the word is really wrong, right? It's another thing if the word is like 1% wrong and no one knows that it's 1% wrong, right? Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden what you've done is you've taken allies and annoyed them. Make like, them enemies, yeah. Yeah, so greatly annoyed them that they don't wanna help you anymore, which is so counterproductive. And I tell you that in the in this context, not because these folks were homeless, but because they did the same thing with a sign, try again, mm -hmm. right? No, you say, hey, I, I'm only vegan, I'm vegan, I only eat vegan stuff, and you're homeless and you put up that sign. I respect that, I'll tell Mark, sure. Mark Thompson will come flying from oh his God, house to get right. your vegan food, right? So, but you know, number one, yeah, it's still like a little presumptuous to, you know, like, I want your assistance, but only in this way. Yeah. And you have to follow my rules for you being kind, right? But the try again is not close. That's a F you, like I'm judging you for something you can't even possibly know, right? Right, right. And, and then saying that even though you were trying to do the good thing, now I'm declaring you a bad guy. So no, the minute yeah, I, I mean, see try again, I go wrong again, Bob. I won't try yet. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it feels like it feels like it's you're disrespecting the the kindness of, again, assuming that, that you know Anna has more context to this than we do. But none of us have real any real context to it. I mean, you drove by. I just drove right? by. But let's yeah. presume, right? Let's presume that all the facts are in evidence. Um, yeah, they they've they've turned the kindness of strangers into a negative, and that's uh, uh, that's uh, that's lousy. Yeah, I, I like the phrase that Ben kind of came up with there, which is. Uh, don't disrespect the kindness. Well, yeah, right. The kindness of strangers. That's that's uh, that's Tennessee Williams. But but yes. But thank you. It was it was good. No, of him. no. First of all, <laughs> uh, Ben, you've learned nothing from Donald Trump. Okay, you invented the word kindness. Okay, just, oh, okay. Right. just, just own it. it. Just take just it. Own it Before, when it. people were nice, they didn't have a word for it. Nobody knew what to say. It really was the I was the <laughs> I was the very first. People would say, you know, goodiness, goodiness, and that sounded weird. And so uh, I started saying kindness. It caught on. You see, you yeah. see, yeah. People are talking about it. They say, sir, thank you for the word kindness. People say. are saying, people are saying that Ben Mankiewicz created the word kindness. People are saying they, they're saying it. There's nothing we can do about it. They already said it. <laughs> One guy even said it on a show. Okay. Uh, um, so no, I wasn't saying the kindness of strangers. I was saying respect. Uh, don't disrespect the kindness. I like that phrase. Okay, um, and so, so take, I, I just, take that, Tennessee it occurred, Williams. Mm -hmm. It occurs to me that I, uh, um, there was a guy at the, uh, I guess it was a couple of places back where I lived. Well, I always lived near a Ralph's. That's the main grocery store out in, in Los Angeles, and uh, one of them. And uh, uh, and I, there was a, a, a an unhomed guy. 
an unhomed guy. I don't think that's it. I don't think. No, See, I don't, this is the problem. I don't think I got it. Because got then it, it becomes that's ridiculous. Well. We want to yeah. help the homeless. We, uh, I don't know any people. I Ben, you know, 50-50. But but Anna <laughs> really, really, really wants to help the homeless, yes. right? And so do I. I I'm going to go uh, to a food bank. On Saturday, I could tell you many experiences from the food banks from before, etc. And I could tell you what they actually think because I talked to them, right? Um, but don't make us say the unhomed. Right? By the way, I, I think just for the record, the food bank is really, uh, I don't like the use of the word bank there. I think it should be a food credit union. I think that that's sort of. <laughs> So there was a guy there, he was there regularly, he was very nice. And he was always, there was always a little bit of dancing happening or free movement, right? Mm -hmm. And he was, uh, he was uh, said hello to everybody. I saw him many times, I remembered his name then, it was Jimmy, his name was Jimmy. Um, and uh, and I saw him and it's not like I had some great relationship with him or always did something for him, but I said hello and I, and, it, and, and and I may be transposing stories, but Jimmy was a good story. Anyway, let's presume this is Jimmy. And he said, I said, he said, do you have anything for me? And I said, no, but I'm, I'm buying some food and I'm not buying that much. I'm gonna walk at home, I'll be happy to get you some, right? And he said, I'd love a chicken, you know, which I instantly took to met a whole cooked chicken that they have at the grocery store. Um, and, and then he said, as I walked on, he goes, hey, 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 and he called after me and he said, not uh, not fried. I don't, I don't eat the the that skin is bad for you. I don't eat fried. It's got to be the broiled kind, or I don't want it, right? Or baked, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And and I thought that was funny, but totally cool, yeah. right? Like he called right. He's like, well, how ridiculous would it have been if I'd gotten the guy an entire fried chicken? And he's like, I I, I don't. I'm not looking to have a heart attack at 62, right? <laughs> I don't eat the fried food. And that was it was it was great. It yeah. was fine. He told me what he wanted. I got him what he wanted. You know. Uh, uh, but but that's different than than try again. Like if yeah. I added it to him and he'd go, he went, ah, try again, pal. Yeah, yeah, totally. it's definitely different. Yeah. So I, there's a bunch of awesome comments from the viewers already. I'm gonna get to that in a second. But one last thing on this. So the, the problem as usual is that both the left and the right go to extremes, right? And I don't mean to sound like a both sides do it. Yeah, you know, I, I welcome to meet the press with Chuck Todd. Uh, but but here's what I mean by that. So uh, once I got uh, somebody was uh, outside of uh, McDonald's. This is a long time ago, back in New York, uh, and uh, they said, oh, "Well, I'm hungry," and so I went inside and I got myself some stuff, and then I got them a, a Big Mac and, and chicken nuggets, right? And I come out and I and I give it to her, and she says, "Oh no, no I don't want food. Uh, uh, I want money." And uh, and I was like, "Well, you literally said food." <laughs> <laughs> and and I get it. She wants to use it for other stuff, right? So now the right looks at that and goes, "See, that's you know they're just in it for the drugs or something, man. I'm not gonna help them." No, not see, right? So she's in a bad spot, and maybe she does have addiction issues. That's not the moment to go <laughs> to her, right? Is to say, okay, look, I got you the McDonald's. You don't want the McDonald's. I don't have other stuff on me now, but I tried. I gave it a shot. And then on the left, they're like, no, the unhoused are all angels. No, it, it's they're humans. That's uh, like, let's not be ridiculous on either side. So do some have addiction issues? Of course, right? So do some have you know uh, mental health issues? Of course. Uh, but by the way, in California, the majority don't. The majority just can't afford housing. 
over 60% don't have any mental health issues or addiction issues. They just can't afford housing. 60%, it's, it's a staggering number. 60. That is, that is a staggering zero, number. Not 16, 60. Yeah, I think it was 61% last time I checked. And and so when you, and you should, I, I look, people say it and then nobody ever really goes other than these wonderful people who go every weekend and who are like the greatest people on earth. But if, if you go to a food bank and then you just do the human thing of talking to people, you'll see there's a huge range, right? And some are really hard to talk to because they do have mental health issues, right? And others are <laughs> like, I, it's such a goofy thing to say, but but people don't get it and they other them, right? So they're just like us, but they ran into really, really tough times. And you might even say like, hey, maybe I could have gotten out of those tough times. One, easy to say, right? But two, let's say that you're right. So what? Okay, so maybe you should oh, be also, even more nice to them. Yeah. Right, right? because maybe then they'll, they'll get out of it. Like, okay, yep. if you, by the way, if you got out of it, that means you were in it. So shush, you know, yeah. like we don't yeah. know how long they've been in it or what the circumstances are. I don't know, it's just, it's, so it's different because I like the idea of talking about the language. And I want to know, you know, what that is that, I mean, you said something that I'm going to slightly disagree with is that, you know, if you, if you, you know, you, you get, you use the language and you question them on the language and you get a little hostile and then they don't want to help you. Well, obviously, then that's not a good reason not to help. Like, I was going to help the homeless, but they insist on being called the unhoused, so screw them. Well, then you're an ass, right? So, but what is it? That said, it's still the core issue is what is it about correcting language? That sets all of us off hmm. as humans, right? Hmm. And what does that mean? And should we get past it? And I'm sure that all of us, the three of us here, could be convinced probably pretty easily that unhoused is restores dignity and homeless had become pejorative and a way to other them. It just seems to me that unhoused, it all it sounds like unwashed. So it, it sounds even worse yeah. to me. Yeah. Right, the more I think about it. But that said, they just may have settled on a bad name. It's, they're not genius. Nobody not everybody comes up with those names. Is right, right? I mean, for example, defund the police, right? Sentiment, correct phraseology, uh, uh, worked backwards, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, the the sentiment is totally lost in three words. Um, so it matters what words you choose. I mean, yet something about being corrected in a way you said it, especially when you mean well, really sets people off, and that ought to be taken into account because then you end up having a endlessly long conversation, evidence <laughs> right here about the language. And and not about the thing. Yes. Obviously, we weren't going to talk about the thing on old school, so I don't want to make it seem like we were derailed from a homeless conversation and what to do about it by the language. But nonetheless, you guys see my point, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, for me, I, I think when I start hearing these protests about language that's commonly used and is in no way derogatory. I just think of a group of academics sitting in, you know, their break room at a university talking about what they can do to make it appear as though they're engaging in revolutionary political action when in reality all they're doing is labeling things, relabeling things and making the entire conversation about language as opposed to real robust solutions for these problems. Yeah. That's the thing that bothers me about it. So I look, last thing on this because then I I want to I don't want to get too political. Right? Yeah, yeah, let's yeah, not but, do that. But um so one guy I was talking to uh said, "Look, we actually had a program that really worked." Uh and again, this is like a right-wing stereotype. Oh, you just want more. They always say nothing works. No, that's not true. The guy was incredibly rude. He he was a vet. 
and uh, and so he got a house finally. He'd been waiting for a house for years, and he'd been out in the desert uh, in Palmdale, Lancaster, right? And uh, and uh, he he said he was just so happy. He couldn't believe it. He couldn't believe the government actually delivered, right? Uh, and then he said, so I said, what'd you do after you got the house? He said, well, the main thing was I had to take care of, and I forget her name now, but let's say Sally, right? Um, and I said, well, use a different name. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, Unsally. Um, <laughs> so, um, so the Unsullied, if you will. <laughs> um, so he said, because, and I talked to her before, uh, and she did have mental health issues, right? And it was hard to talk to her. And, and so, he said, I, I need to get her medicine because she can't get it on her own. Mm. And then if I get her medicine, I think I can get her an apartment, okay? Mm -hmm. So that's my next project. He, the first thing he thought was, I gotta help someone else. And so in my experience in, in politics and in life overall, uh, but it, it, I had got more experience in politics through it. The poorer folks are, the more generous they are. Uh, and it might be just a matter of empathy. That they could feel the other people's pain a little bit more because they lived through it or they lived through some portion of it. But the poorer neighborhoods were like, we gotta help the homeless. The richer neighborhoods were like, how do we get rid of the homeless? Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. The NIMBYs. Yeah, I wonder if that. I wonder if there's a if that's a. I mean, if you've you've caught on to something that I suspect sociologists have already discussed, but it still it was good, very smart of you. Like that, the more you have, the more you feel people are taking from. Right, mm -hmm. and that there's something just straight out human about it. That it's not, it's not always, it's not evil, right? Mm -hmm. If everybody's doing it, then there's something, you know, as Jack, you and I talk about all the time. Then there's something. If we're all doing it, then there's something in us that is making us do it, right? Um, and I wonder if that's the case. Like the more you have, then the more you feel like people are taking, taking, taking. I, I don't know. That yeah. could be. And and I think that look, Anna and I talked about this in a different context, but uh, now we're getting way too into politics. Super last thing, okay, is that. Appealing to voters is not that hard. You just have to appeal to them, right? Um, and so if you're talking about racial issues, that's gonna resonate more with African Americans. Why? Because it affects them more. It's gonna resonate less with white people. Why? Because white people are bad or evil? No, of course not. Uh, no, it's gonna resonate less with white people because it affects them less. And it's just that simple, right? And when you talk about class, well, that stretches across all races, right? And so, on the other hand, when you're talking about the poor, sometimes, yeah, you do turn off the middle class because the middle class has more trouble relating to them. You definitely turn off the rich. Mm -hmm. When the rich hear poor, they hear they're taking my money, okay? And so, no, I don't wanna do that. And so that's just the reality of it, it's sad. But it's, it's less being evil, although it depends on your definition of evil, but, but more that they simply can't empathize. They have men in that situation and they can't relate to it. Like here's just a, a example of I'm sure effective focus group testing. How many, uh, what's the ratio in the history of America, the politicians who regularly use the phrase uh, middle class versus uh, uh, politicians who use the phrase uh, working poor? Like how many times, what's, what's that ratio? Um, uh, other than Joe Sandberg and maybe Bernie Sanders, the ratio was like 98 to two middle class. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking in yeah, sort of what's the, yeah, I mean, it's it's 11,974 to one. Yeah. Like it's just, 
Like they saw middle class as a thing people talk about, working poor, poor, unemployed, other than unemployment benefits. But that is not a group that, and it's funny because you can go right to the unemployed because they feel like they the middle class might respond to that as so that could be me. Right, it's a tough blow they took, but working poor are regular people that they think aren't like working hard enough. I mean, I don't know. That's what I. It has to be because I would. My instinct would be to talk about the working poor because mm-hmm. there's a lot of them. Yep. Right. Right. And 100%. and and, uh, and uh, anyway, I've just given people an opportunity to revolutionize electoral politics. I, I hope they're listening. Well, obviously, obviously. <laughs> I mean, uh, all of the political consultant class in D.C. Uh, watches old school. Uh, and take our, you know, suggestions at heart. Oh yeah, the, heart. Oh, the political class Absolutely. in DC loves TYT. Can't get enough of it. All right, <laughs> uh, here's some comments. Uh, so on uh, YouTube super chat, you afraid to stay say fat, long, grass-filled donkey lungs? Oh boy. Writes in. <laughs> um, try asking a person that was homeless like me. You don't complain about what good intention people offer you. You don't like the meat, then don't eat the meat part. Don't whine about it. Overprivileged much? I could relate to that. So here, here on that one, and and then no more trigonometry in our member section says that is the most LA thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Thank you. Thank that's you. the best point and the most accurate point. Hundred <laughs> percent. And and that's why I love doing the show with the members because when Anna said it, that was the first thing that popped into my head. I was like. If we're vegan, try again, and homeless. That's the most LA thing ever, right? <laughs> so you nailed it. Um, so uh, LMG15 asks, Jenk, are you gonna talk about why you hate Marilyn Manson? Probably, oh, yeah. okay, we'll get to that soon. Uh, A Williams13 writes in, Anna, great to see you on Old School. Also, I hate to be that guy, but you did Old School with Emma and Ben like two years ago. Great episode, love the nonsense about the Olive Garden that night. Oh, that was such a fun episode. I still remember it. I have fond memories. Yeah, so apparently you guys did do it together before the the members remember. Yeah, I was thinking about doing it with the two of you, not just Ben. I That's see. That's what I was referring to. Well, yeah. our members put the member in remember. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not as catchy as don't disrespect the kindness, but something, okay? And then last one for now, perpendicular time says, okay. I'm very glad I tuned in tonight. Came for Anna, staying for Ben. Oh, Whoa, Ben, look okay. at that. Uh, and and uh, if you notice, I'm right here. I'm right here, perpendicular. <laughs> okay. Okay, yes. I know I already brought up a topic, but there's one more thing that I'd, I'd really like to bring up, especially since we have the advantage of Ben Mankiewicz on the show. Okay, big topic, go. Okay, Ben, are you ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just want you to answer with a yes or a no at first, okay? Hold, let's notice the wardrobe change. That oh, was look, impressive. Look at that. that was impressive. <laughs> okay, what is this, I mean, the Oscars? I, what do we do? We had a. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I got, I got a dance number coming up. No, I threw that shirt on, which, like, if you're in the summer and you've coming back from the beach, is a good, but I had worked out and I showered. But as you know, Jack, sometimes if you work out and shower quickly, the sweat post shower, it's just cascading off of you. And that, it was just, I like, I have to put a real shirt on. I must put a real shirt on. I can't stand the sight of my face. I can't stand this chest. I couldn't couldn't bear it, so I've repaired it. Continue. Ask away. Okay, um, no, but I now sorry, classic old school. Got to interrupt to say uh, again. Ben is a hundred percent right. There's no sweat 
like post workout, post shower sweat. For I don't know why, but like it should be less. You just took a shower, right? But if you're, but only if you're hurrying. Okay, that's right. You got You must wait a minimum of 12 minutes post workout before getting in the shower. If you rush that, your day is largely ruined. <laughs> There's no question. You work out, you shower, and you got to go somewhere. You're going to be a sweaty mess. Uh, you put you're it in a sweaty it, mess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You 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 do it in Miami. You'll never recover. Like your week is gone. Oh, okay. Oh, it's 18 minutes in Miami. Yeah. Yeah. It, you'll be sweating the rest of the week. All right. Sorry, Anna. Go ahead. All right. So as I mentioned earlier, um, please answer with a yes or no. I'm just going to say something. Two thousand one Space Odyssey. Oh no! Yes, Ben. Yes, yes, yes. That's why they pay you the big bucks, Ben. Yes. <laughs> Actually, you probably pay him the big bucks to not say that, but he just said it yeah. anyway. <laughs> I, I have, I have already. Um, uh, you know, I, I've had this moment, and I've had a moment in front of people who think right. I should know better. But I, I, I I've. Uh, it's not for me. And it makes me feel stupid. Like that's inevitably what happens when I watch 2001. I'm like, I get it. He's a, and I, I mean, there are some Stanley Kubrick movies that I, Paths of Glory might be my favorite movie of all time, right? Oh, okay. Doctor Strange Love is perfect. It's unbelievable. I just Clockwork watched Orange. that for so, the first time. Right? Very good. But yeah. which one? Uh, Doctor Strange Love. Oh, so good. It's Very so good, good. Yeah. So you got to watch Paths of Glory. If you, it's great. It's 90 minutes. Both of you got to watch Paths of Glory. It's the best war movie ever made, bar none. Right, and it's 90 minutes. It's amazing. Um, uh, it's a super leftist movie. <laughs> um, and uh, but but uh, uh, 2001, it's like, haha! I know you don't get me, and you're trying, and you're trying, but you're stupid. That's literally what the voice in my head is saying the entire time. Like Kubrick is like, haha, dumb. You're dumb. You're dumb. You don't understand. Don't try. You don't understand. Mm -hmm. So I can't do it. It's just not for me. I get it. There are people I know and care about who love it. Not for me. Yeah, same. I mean, we had a conversation about this. Bart loves the movie. He got a lot out of it, and that's great. Like, that's the great no, thing about no, art in general. No, he like, he thinks, he, he thinks he did, but he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, oh! I got it, Ben. I got two thousand one. I, sure. I did. I did. Sure. Trust me. Believe me. I, think I know he, the answers, Ben. I, I think he did. He like, like he me. he talked about it no. in like in ways that I didn't even really comprehend. But anyway, but. So, yeah, go ahead. So the only thing I've done, given what my job is, is is the appreciation for it is legitimate. And so what I torture myself a little bit with, since I really don't like it, is uh, you know I've probably seen it five five times in the last seven or eight years. And each time I'm like, okay, I see this, and I didn't understand this, and I didn't get this, and I I, I see uh, a, a little bit more of what's happening here, and it's certainly brilliantly conceived. But I still don't feel the thing that people who love it feel. I just mm -hmm. don't, mm -hmm. and that's I, I don't think that's ever going to come. It's come for some movies that I initially didn't like, um, but it has not come for that, and I I don't see it happening. I was actually yeah. angry at the end, like oh, yeah, no, it, oh, totally. I, I threw get the remote across the room. Like that's how angry <laughs> I was. I was like, <laughs> yeah, Ugh. you're like, come on, man. Yeah. That, that was me at, at uh, ironically at Prometheus. Um, uh, the like. You go the whole movie, it's a really interesting movie, and at the end of the movie, they go, ha ha, just playing with you, not gonna give you an ending. I'm just gonna not tell you, solve any of the mysteries. I've never seen anything like that. 
It was just like a big giant, like the movie ends with a giant middle finger. It's the director's middle finger going, ha ha, tricked you, right? You thought this movie was going to have a conclusion, we just chose not to have one. Um, don't see Prometheus, giant waste of time. Yeah. Okay, um, okay. But the standard for me on, on science fiction is uh, is pretty high. Um, like I'm not, it's not, it's not, it's not my genre. Um, uh, but if it's good, it's great, right? Like it's great. You're like mm. that was cool, yeah. like unbelievably cool. But if it falls short of being unbelievably cool, then I uh, I do a lot of back stretching doing it. There's not a lot of talking. No one is ever super clever in a science fiction movie, and being clever is you know is what uh, is what gets me going. I'm watching The Handmaid's Tale this year, and uh, the consensus of uh, my wife and my friend who's watching it with us is like. Uh, Come on, somebody, somebody say something funny. Just somebody be a little clever, like a little, a little levity. I got it. It's oppressive, but you know, you could make a, like something that tells me you guys are human, right? Otherwise, it's just this, this slog uh, through the horribleness. And uh, so, and and science fiction too often has no, has no levity. Yeah, um, you give us an oppression joke, you know, something. Yeah, well, uh, sure, yeah, right. Occasional um, oppression joke, yeah. So. Uh, it's uh, that's why I love Star Trek because Star Trek was really smart. Um, but I don't want to get back into that. Okay, so uh, Ben, now it, your rule, I remember it in almost every movie. Uh, so Ben's rule is a uh, movie should be 90 minutes. Okay, yes, God, Ben, just for the record, I, I, I give it to you, get you, you have a you have 100 minutes, you have an hour 40. I give, I give you 10 more, you don't have to use it, but you have it if you want. But that's where you're then. You've got to be really special, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. If you're if you're taking over 100 minutes, yeah. And look, is he not merciful? He is. He's merciful. So my rule, my rule, by the way, is if a movie comes in under 90 minutes, it's got to be really terrible for me to dislike it. I'm like, oh, that was terrible, but it was 86 minutes, so I kind of liked it. God, you know? he gets <laughs> it. He gets it. Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, no, no, uh, you're you're in then, my head yeah. because if a movie is really short, I, I always think like. The Ben rule, at least it was like, you know, less than 90 minutes. Sure. So I pardon. Couldn't, couldn't have been all bad, right? Yeah. It was over in 88 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, all right, uh, let's uh, move on. I probably had other topics, but who cares? So, uh, what's more American? I'm just going to do this old school, uh, well, literally. Uh, ben, uh, no, Anna, let's start with you. Okay. Uh, cookie dough, mm. very American. Mm hmm. Or popcorn. What? Or popcorn. Oh, oh, please. I feel like it's gotta be cookie dough. Mm. You know, you know why Jeez. I say cookie dough? Mm -hmm. I just feel like wanna be wrong? I feel like it's an American <laughs> thing. It's an American <laughs> thing to wanna eat unbaked cookie dough. Yeah, well, you've made a very you've made a very rapid, powerful argument. I will, I will give you that. <laughs> and, and by the way, the American, argument was it's a very American thing to be like. No, I'll just have it now. I don't want to wait one second. Right? Exactly. I don't want to wait six minutes for you to make these perfect chocolate chip cookies. Exactly. I love it. We're number one. Right. All right. Well, that's nice. That's a that's a good argument. And, and she utilized the Ben rule. She made that argument in under 90 seconds. I did. She did. She, she, she made it first. She took a sec, she thought about it, and then she just kind of crushed it. So uh, I like it. I'm still going to say popcorn because it's popcorn. But 
Um, and cookie dough is a, a concoction, right? I mean, selling it, making it is a fake, right? Um, well, that so makes it more American, though. It uh, depends on how literal we're taking this. To me, like you go to a movie and you eat popcorn. That's American, right? Saturday yeah. night at the movies. Popcorn yeah. is the is the is the is the food of cinema, and 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 we are the world's greatest exporter of that form of entertainment. Yeah. And that's the food that we eat with it, so that wins for me. But I, I there's a there's an argument, but it, and the argument is is nicely subversive that it's cookie dough because that's like everything that's wrong with us. And I, and by the way, of course, like everybody else, I rather like cookie dough, but it is everything that's wrong with us. Totally, but well, your argument is really good. I mean, you're so right. I mean, that's like the number one American export, right? Our pop culture, our movies, yeah. Totally, hundred yeah. percent. I remember and, when I first got to LA, Dave and I had a huge, not argument, debate about whether LA was the cultural center of the world. Oh my God. <laughs> Apparently, you're coming out on Dave's side. Yeah, yeah. No, but I, I get, I get your side of the argument. But go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. So when I say do they have that reaction, but if you want to see a laugh, you should see my sister. I tell her that, and but like it's not even she laughs for a second, then she gets angry. Like, how could you? Like, it's a besmirching of culture to even have LA in the conversation, let alone this. Barbarian brother, I have telling me LA is this cultural center of the world, but I would argue it's indisputable. It's indisputable. It's indisputable. Of course it is. Yeah, because yeah. when we right. think culture, yeah, we think opera, ballet. You know how many people participate in opera, opera and ballet culture? No. 0.001 percent less people no, than, you know than use the word culture housed. Culture is the uh, is the Marvel Cinematic Universe and Friends. That's culture. Yeah, that's that's the world's culture now, right? Mm. And right, it's, right. it's yeah, also yeah. influenced by China, um, China as China. Uh, not only <laughs> Donald Trump, but apparently Michael Cohen says too. This is my fourth time telling Anna I know. I, that I was on Michael Cohen's podcast this morning. <laughs> my uh, skin crawls every time he mentions it. Okay, so I'm gonna ask Ben about that in a second too. But um, so. Uh, no, movies set the culture for the whole world. And and the reason I say China is because now the Chinese market is so large that Marvel Comic Universe won't even put things in the movies that they know the Chinese government is gonna object to. So for example, yeah, totally. the Chinese government objects to any representation of the devil. So there was a natural place to put Mephisto, the Marvel Comic Universe's version of the devil in WandaVision. And they didn't put it in, and the kids on YouTube that explain all the what happens in the MCU, they're like, "Oh, you won't see Mephisto because of the Chinese." I was like, and then I'm like, "That that can't wait, be true." Wait, wait, wait. And it turns out they were right, and they didn't have Mephisto. You're watching YouTube videos of kids explaining Marvel comic universe stuff. Yes. Okay. You want to know why? Because you have kids. Yeah, Man, I don't want to know. That's one. like number one birth control, <laughs> like for me. Like it's number one what? Like birth like control? top birth control. Oh, like yeah, they yeah. should bottle that up and sell it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, uh, it'll work because um, yeah, no. Uh, but I, you know, they, they're really good though. They're like they explain the oh, stuff yeah. in great detail. It makes it better. I'm like, I, I didn't see that Easter egg. I didn't realize you know that, that was uh, an Easter egg. That. You know, you guys seen that commercial? I don't know whether you guys watch enough live TV to see an actual commercial. I only, you know, mine's it's from sports, but there's a, um, 
there's an African-American kid. He looks to be about, I don't know, 17 years old. And he does a commercial for the, I don't know, one of the laptops. Like he compares the, I don't know, I don't know. It apparently doesn't work because the Microsoft flip top, it's like a touchscreen and it can become a laptop. And he compares it to the MacBook Air, right? And uh, he's, and I saw it the first time, he's like the greatest pitch man in the history of the world. Like he's so at ease in front of the camera. He's so good at buy anything from this guy. Uh, but as soon as I watched it, I'm like, how did they find this? Oh, he's on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, you don't even have to tell me. He looks, he compares, he does this product thing on YouTube. Like he unwraps things and talks about it. But like, and so yeah, that's, I'm sure he's great because there's YouTube is filled with these great people uh, who, uh, you know, Anna and I and and I are never gonna know. I mean, my, my, my daughter, I suppose could help, but thankfully she's not into that stuff yet. Yeah. Yeah, a random thought on David Lynch. Um, and I'm curious your take on this. I'm going backwards here. Um, so when I watch David Lynch movies, I think either I don't get it or he doesn't get it, right? He's just making stuff yeah. up and people go, oh, 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 and no one actually understands it, right? Uh, so uh, Ben, David Lynch movies, do they make sense? Well, I thought you were going to give me David Lynch, yes or no, um, and and it's not. He's the t- he's like the toughest one because it's yes and no, right? Um, and there are uh, David Lynch movies that uh, I mean, Eraserhead is this you know his breakthrough breakout movie, and I can't I can't watch it, can't get into it, can't do it, can't, and I can't see what other like I try. I've only, I haven't given it, and I'm sure there I know enough people who could convince me of its thing, but I don't. No, like it's not for me, right? But that's where I can stop. I, I'm I'm confident enough to be like, just it's not for me. It's okay. It's for you. It's not for me. Um, no, it bothers me if it doesn't make sense uh, because right, right, I right, can, that's right. Stuff bothers me too. But like, I just rewatched Mulholland Drive, which I saw the when it came out and was kind of baffled by, and then saw it again, and now I'm like, oh, that's good. Like, oh, that's really? Good. Yeah, good, good, good. And Twin Peaks. I mean, the first six episodes of Twin Peaks of that first year, and like the first bunch of the next season before it. I mean, it it, it before it uh, you know uh, it, it you know before it, it, David it took, a, took a took a rocket over the shark. Um, it was uh, uh, it, Twin Peaks, brilliant. I mean, brilliant, really? just amazing. In the yeah. oh my god, the best. I mean, you'd love it. You would have every out of that part, and then until until you wouldn't until you were like, what is happening now? <laughs> right? Yeah, I watched probably um, so like it's two- a mixed bag. I probably watched two Twin Peaks episodes in my life. And so I don't remember if it was early or late in the series. But I, I'm pretty sure one of them was late. And I was like, okay, I despise this. And yeah, I'm positive it doesn't make sense. And I'm done with it. And Mulholland Drive, I felt like um, I viscerally liked it for reasons I couldn't quite explain. Uh, but I also didn't think it made sense. But if you could explain it to me, then I'd be super into it. Um, okay, back to uh, popcorn versus cookie dough. Uh, we only got a minute left, so let's do speed round here. I agree with Ben, popcorn, but cookie dough is so American. Ben, would it change your vote if I changed it from cookie dough to chocolate chip cookie versus popcorn? Yeah, it would. I mean, I don't know if it would change my vote. I mean, I was about to say popcorn kind of maybe almost, all, it beats almost everything. You know, and I don't like popcorn, by the way. That's not, so there's no that's, bias. Yeah, I was about to say that's not American. And that's your yeah, point. Right. It's, it is un American to dislike popcorn. That's right. So I think popcorn still wins, but chocolate chip cookies push it because chocolate chip cookies are very American. And anything else in a chocolate chip cookie, I find incredibly irritating.
Huh, interesting. No, I like M&Ms in it. Uh, and oh, Jesus. And pita uh, butter Nine. chips. Okay, uh, we gotta and go. Pita chips? No, not pita chips. What are you? What am I? Middle Eastern? Uh, <laughs> peanut butter chips. Uh, that's possible, but rare. Okay, apparently we gotta go. We'll pick it up with pretzels versus cookie dough for the members, and we'll finally talk about Marilyn Manson. So uh, tyt.com/join. We get a whole nother episode, another 45 minutes. If you're a member, tyt.com/join. If you're watching on YouTube, hit the join button below. But you gotta be at the premium level to get the all of our shows, including old school. All right. Much love to you folks and members will be right back. All right, thanks for watching this free clip of Old School. Don't forget to become a TYT member today for the rest of the show and for more exclusive content throughout the network. Join now at tyt.com slash join.